Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Life in the Fast Lane podcast. I have the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Carlson. How you doing, CTO? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> if you guys don't know what CTO is, it's Chief Talking Officer. Kyle Parks is uh, the man, and he is going to keep us on track today, I'm sure. Nobody can match my morning energy. Mm-mm. No, he's got all the energy for you, me, and everybody that's listening. I also have a Starbucks this morning. Oh, that probably didn't help anything now, did it? So keep up. Yeah, that's right. He's got his <laughs> what is that? That's a uh, mocha, mocha cookie, cookie crumble. Oh. Is it, is it, is it a frap? That's a frap. I guess it's a frap crumble. It's all of that. Sorry. No, it is what it is. It's a very food. I had one of those one time because you guys always get them, mm-hmm. and I I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. It's way too much for me. I can't do it. It's heart attack in a can. It is. Well, it is. plastic cup. It is. It, it, they are delicious. I've got to chill out on the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I was I was on a roll there for a while, and I finally cut that bad habit out. So here I am. I wanted one this morning so bad. Dude, these chairs are comfortable. Not bad. What were they? Two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so any of you guys listening, I just put a story up. Well, it's probably not going to be up when you by the time you hear this, but I'll put it up again. Uh, these chairs, we got them off of Home Depot. Yep. And we looked for hours, and I'm a rather large individual, and I needed a bigger chair, and they're good. I'm I'm sprawled out all over it. Yeah, I kind of want to ottoman, but we don't really need it. Otherwise, we'll like be kicking feet and stuff. And- mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. So what are we going to get into today, Mr. Kyle? Uh, we're going to get into some company culture and all the fun stuff with and your employees okay all right so guys one of the things <clears throat> that i was kind of mulling over the weekend so we just had veterans day pass by uh this past weekend by the time you hear this it'll probably be you know, what a week week or two old roughly roughly yeah. something like that so anyway t- just take a look at any kind of vague um holiday time and something that i love i told kyle i said i want to i want to i want to do something controversial something yeah. that i think is going to shake people a bit because it shook me for a long time and that is the fact that you know, as business owners, if you're a business owner listening to this, you'll understand. If you're an employee, you're going to understand in a minute. So just yeah. hang tight, hang tight. Um, but as a business owner, I've I've spent um, 25 years being a business owner, something like that. So I've, I'm I'm not going to say I'm a veteran, but I've got a few years under my belt, a couple of decades. And um, one of the big things that that I struggled with, you know, early on was thinking that my people thought like me. Yeah. And just to hear that sentence, I just said my employees my people thinking like me first off i said that wrong i'll tell you why here in a second but second off it took me at least 15 years to understand what i just even said you know what do you mean employees they don't think like me they should they're humans they should think just like me they don't yeah. if if they did they don't their own company wouldn't they right exactly so here here's my example guys that i started off with kyle and i said hey check this out what do you think about this idea talking about this in the podcast is is so Veterans Day just came and went. It was Saturday, and it is a, it's a federal holiday. And we at Dawson Manufacturing, this is kind of what the meat and potatoes here, is that we we don't want to slave drive our employees. We want to push them. We want them to be the best they can be. But first comes quality, then comes efficiency, and then comes making it you know easier. No, what was it? It's going to be we, – we tell people to do it correctly first – and then make it faster. We never tell people you got to get it done on this deadline. It's it's first the quality's got to be of it's got to be perfect. Yeah, you got to do it your best and then improve upon it. Right. We'll we'll get to the efficiency after it's perfect. And so when it came to this this holiday or on Saturday on Friday before that, um, we gave everybody off a paid day off, and and that is extreme. I'm going to be vulnerable with you here. It's very hard on me because I look at it like are you, it, 
truth be told, what's going on in my head is, are y'all that lazy that you need that time off? Yeah. Right? That's truly what I'm, what's going on in my little brain. And it is, it is very difficult for me to step back and get in someone else's shoes. And when I, when I say that, I'm, I mean really, really get in their shoes. I'll give you a great example. I started riding bikes three years ago, like bicycles, not, not motorcycles. Yeah. And, you know, I'd had to learn the, the rules of paths and roads and all that. And I, I remember going through like a crosswalk and in the beginning, I'd stop at every crosswalk, look both ways, and go. Well, as you get going and you start to become more efficient in, in, in all that, you, you tend to just want to look and not slow down. And, you know, I get how that feels now because I stepped into a biker's shoes. And anytime I see a biker, like, fly by in front of me, like, on a crosswalk or something, like in Severna Park on, like, a... On, a, on the B&A trail. And you're like, why'd you do that? You have a stop sign there for a reason. Yeah. But there's more to it. There's more to it. And there's this this feeling of, man, I'm, I'm moving. I want to get going. I don't want to slow down. It takes all this effort to get going. I've been biking for the last hour. I'm tired. And so, no, it doesn't make it right. But now I understand why they do it. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, dude, you know, if I could just rest my foot on the brake pedal, just give you a second to get by and everything stays safe and you keep your momentum going and all that, I get it. Right? Not that I agree with it, but I, I do get it. Yeah. Um, and is it the law to stop? Yeah. Bikes are supposed to follow every law that we follow. Yeah. Especially. So in Maryland, we have the BNA trail and it goes from Baltimore down to Annapolis and there's areas in Severna park where it grows, goes across, um, I guess you could call them main roads. Oh, yeah. yeah. There. So you have, um, Benfield Boulevard. Uh, what's the other one? There's early Heights, I believe, or something like that. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. But they Jumpers. essentially, as you're going down you're just driving through it the bikes just want to zip right out in front of you now bikes can stop a lot faster than a vehicle Mm -hmm. but they just kind of go ahead anyway yeah and it used to be commonly in that area is that they would have to stop or no they would just go across and the uh, cars would have to stop they have made it recently where there's actually stop signs and there's actually a light on bna boulevard now which is Mm -hmm. or not bna um benfield which makes it a lot easier but it's still it sucks on both ends it does and so it's it's that grace, right? Yeah, it's so a give and take. It's a give and take, and so kind of kind of getting back to the employees, giving them off on Friday, I had to just go look. If I want to come in, I'll come in, and I did. I, I worked all day long. Yeah, I was here all day, worked all day, did nothing that I wanted to do because <laughs> everybody kept pulling on me in every direction, which is very frustrating. But and it wasn't people here. It was. No, <laughs> it's always it's always something pulling on me. So anyway, you know, it. You guys have got to understand that employees, they, okay. I'll give you another great example. In in the landscaping world, since this, this podcast is not totally 100% a landscaping podcast, but I know a lot of our viewership is going to be that because we're yeah. in that industry. Um, but, you know, if you're if you're trying to, to do a big mulch job, right? And say, okay, Kyle, so say you're working for me, right? I knew when I was running a landscape company that I wasn't shoveling any mulch. Now, I would at some point in my career, but towards the end, I didn't shovel any mulch. So for me, it was just like line a job up, line a job up, line a job up, line a job up. And I'm trying to keep everybody going because everybody's like, we want hours, we want hours, we want overtime, we want this, we want da, 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 da. and I get all that. Exactly. But what what killed me was okay, the year that I developed MulchMate, the year prior to that, I watched my guys come back in the spring every day to the shop. And I'd always be there in the morning, in the afternoon to meet and greet and say hello, say goodbye, uh, the whole nine yards. Hasta mañana is what I'd say to all the yeah. Hispanic guys. And... um you know, we'd uh, 
we'd sit there and talk afterwards a lot, a lot of the crew leaders and you know managers and they'd all just be worn out and i'm like dude you just worked an eight-hour day why are you so worn out well nick it's it's not just holding a string trimmer and walk around all day it was pitchforking mulch and so i started doing the math on the mulch and they're they were shoveling between 30 and sixty thousand yards of let's just call it weight all day long yeah and, and that was just incredible to when i figured that out i went whoa that's a lot of liability that's a lot of strain on their bodies and so getting back to the whole you know the the employees knowing where they're at right is is really important and to to structure their their time off for them help show them that you're not just money 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 driven and a big part of that is is when you stop worrying about the money and worry about the job at hand the money will come yeah. and it seems to flow even better um so be mindful of that guys yes of course watch your dollars and and all that kind of stuff but the big thing of all is the 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 mental um care that you that you that you hold for your employees um you know their mental health is so critical because take for instance look look at a, a small business as like an army right if you have no soldiers on the ground to fight you're not gonna win you ain't gonna win dude and that's a that's a big problem so a lot of what i find because I, I did it was a lot of uh, employers you know they're just they're just constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and, and they're geared that way and that's okay I, I am geared that way too but you've got to sit back and you've got to realize okay everything matters you the uniform that you provide your people the way you speak to them like i don't like calling any of my people employees notice i didn't say i said my people my team my crew all i would never want someone to ever call me an employee yeah i would be offended honestly because you feel like a number you feel like a number right and and to me it's it's without it's so cool because i walk through our shop now and if I'm walking, say, a customer through there, giving them a tour, and we do all that kind of stuff. So, guys, if you want a tour of Dawson Manufacturing, just hit us up. I'll give you a tour. But it's cool because I can walk through, and there's the fabrication area, and it's loud. And then there's the assembly area, and that's sometimes it's loud, sometimes it's not. Especially when mulch major are being built, and it's just oh, with the impacts. Gosh. Yeah, what did we call it? Um, what is it the guys call it? They call it um, blapping. Yeah. Bla- they're, they're always going, yep, we're blapping, get ready, and then they go on for hours. Oh, it's it's forever. It's forever. Because they get a panel on, they, they go again, another panel, and then it's, it's yeah. just go, 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 go. Yeah. So it's, And Justin and Sam almost time it perfectly, so it's it's just continuous blap. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> like it's it's really, like we'll shoot a video out back, and they'll shut all the doors. Yeah. Because it's so noisy. But it's cool because they'll, they'll be back there hustling away. There's somebody on decals. There's somebody on packing. There's somebody on powder coating there's somebody on the forklift there's somebody in the wiring room there's just there's people everywhere doing different jobs and it's so neat because you know i i hope i hope that everybody for the most part is happy to be here and they're like yep we're a part of we're not a part of just working but we're a part of a mission yeah right and and we need to do we need to do a podcast on just a mission statement and how to how to you know write one how to project it how to share it with not only your team but your um you know your employees your or your crew right or your your um your vendors or your customers all that kind of stuff is is huge um but having that culture in your business and understanding where your employees are coming from is is absolutely 
it's a game changer when you get it right. I don't have necessarily any kind of books to, to recommend to help you with this. But what I would do is I would I would talk to your crew, right? And I would sit them down and, and, and do a, not just a production meeting, but like let them have the floor. The one I would recommend would be Traction. Okay. I'd have to look up the author's name, but I know that's one that I definitely would recommend for at least this situation because they go into the employee management you know, and I, I don't like calling it employee management either, but that's just that's the word they use, team management, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, hang on a second, let's see if I can find it. Yeah. So while Kyle is looking that up, it, it's in Gino it's, Wickman. Gino Wickman. Yep. G I N O W I C M A N. Okay. So, I don't, I've never read that one, so I'll, it, I'll that. It's really good. 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 Okay. So this kind of goes back to, you know, it, it, there's always different levels of employees, right? So you're kind of always changing, you know, how you how you manage them. So I, in, in my old, old company, um, we had a, a, a system called, I had it through E1 through E5. Yeah. So E1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And that was how, how I structured where they stood in the company, which helped them understand, you know, how we saw them and how we pay them. And then it gave them the opportunity to see what it took to get to the next level. Exactly. Because you could, you have a rabbit, essentially is what you call it, mm-hmm. is that person to chase. So if you have somebody that's in E4 and you're in E5, mock their level of engagement and what they're doing, and that will hopefully push you into that E4 movement versus sitting in E5 and staying there. And some people want to stay at a 2 or a 1. They're totally content there. They're like, I get up, I know what I got to do. I put in my eight hours and I go home. Oh, I had that backwards. So E5 was your... E5 was the, the most highest paid. Okay, so I had that backwards. Yeah, then, I know. But it yeah. doesn't matter. You could structure however you want. Um, and then beyond E5 was M1 through 5. So it was like the management side. Yeah. Um, then there was a P1 through P5, which was penalty. Right? Oh, I, I was going to say production. But. No, no, no. So so I got it from racing. So in racing, there's P1 penalty and there's a P5 penalty. P1... It's like $25,000 fine, five points, whatever, in racing. Yeah. Where, where a P5 um, was like $500,000 fine, 50 points deducted. To Good cr- Lord. Crazy stuff. Um, but that also, you know, told the guys, hey, you can't just fire somebody. You have to give them warnings and they have to be written. There has to be agreed upon, like, you recognize the fact you did wrong or you may not agree with it, but we're telling you that this is wrong. Yeah. And so – we would give people a P1 penalty and we'd write them up or a P3 and write them up. Now, there are certain things that you can just flat out fire for. It, you just It's completely unacceptable. But we, we put those expectations out there. So, again, going back to managing your, your crew's mental health and being able to to give them, you know, your expectations. Because like, everyone, I hate this. People have expectations. I don't care what anybody says. They're there. They're normal. You're going to get judged. We're all judging people. We we judge people as they drive by and we see their car and we go, oh, they're in the left side of the lane. It looks like they're getting ready to come over. Then boom, they come over. Yeah. So don't give me this crap about how, oh, you can't judge. You have to judge. You have not a negative sense, but like you gotta, you've got to assess people, things, mannerisms, behaviors, and that's how you get an idea of, of where someone's at. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It gives you the ability for management in your space versus right. trying to control somebody else in theirs. Correct. And so understanding how someone thinks and how someone digests a situation, right, is is crucial. By the way, these chairs are great. I'm super comfortable. I know. I, I'm i in a good spot. I'm like, I'm afraid to move. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're not noisy. Look, I'm moving around. They're not yeah. noisy. Um, but kind of get this thing back on the rails, guys. It is it is absolutely imperative. So let, let me come up with another um, scenario. So if, so vacation time is is huge. Hol- paid holiday time. And, and listen, I fought it forever. I, I would fight people and say, hey, you want a day off? Take a day off. I'm not paying you. That's, to me, there's a line, right? Of course, yeah. there's a line. I'm not going to pay you every day off. But, like, you have to structure and say, okay, you're going to get a week's paid vacation. You're going to get two weeks paid time off or a week sick paid or whatever. And it, I know as an employee, I'd imagine, I've never really been an employee other than one time at an ice cream shop 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, whatever that was. Um, but I would imagine the comfort that comes from knowing that, okay, if I need to take a day off, I can get paid. And, I mean, Kyle, you're kind of sitting in those shoes kind of right now. How does that make you feel, like, knowing that there's paid time off or, like, like last Friday, it's like, wow, I have a whole day off. And you ended up going to what, Jersey? Yeah, so we ended up going to Atlantic City for a buddy of mine's bachelor party, which is funny. I'm not even in the wedding, but the guy was like, we've become such good friends over the past few months. He was like, dude, just come on. Let's just go have fun. So we ended up going to that, but I wasn't expecting to have the um, the day off. But I also requested for the day off, so it just it was it was nice. It balanced out, but also at the same time, like me with running Scarlet Oak, I also kind of felt bad. So I'm riding up, and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't mind if work today, but at the same time, knowing that I was being paid while heading up there was it was also nice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, to me, it was a bit of a conundrum, <laughs> but at the same time, it was also very good. So how how would how okay? So so just so you guys understand, Kyle our CTO has a, uh, a landscape company as well where he works for us during the day and then evenings and weekends he does his uh, it's called Scarlet Oak yep. and he does it locally here in Anne Arundel County and he does grass cutting landscaping trimming mulching the whole nine yards and so uh, if you need landscaping by the way hit him up um, if uh, you know if you didn't have that Right, and say you were one hundred percent here, which you are one hundred percent here, but like this is all you did. Yeah, I mean, it would make it a lot nicer because then it's not something where you go, okay, well, I have to take that pay cut mm-hmm. of not having the day here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing too is, is like you're probably going to touch into this, but as you gain seniority within the company, so the more time you're here and so on and so forth, not that it has to increase every single year, but you know, having that max out of, you know, say two, three weeks or something like that, that also gives more security to people who want to take vacations during the summer with their family or, mm-hmm. you know, they want to take, you know, some time in the winter to, you know, just go do something. Yeah. Especially during as like Christmas comes around, you you just want to stay at home, stay with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I've kind of learned is like as Christmas and Thanksgiving are coming up, wouldn't be nice, or sorry, it would be nice to sit back and just relax with them and not have to worry about going into work mm-hmm. and having the paycheck. It's just there, but it's also something that's like where you come by is let's get in, let's get working, let's make this stuff happen. Yeah. Well, like coming coming to work for me is not a release from life, but like this is what I do. It, it, you're driven to it. Yeah. Like this is this is my world and, and I'm good with it. This, this is your race. It is. Yeah. It is. This is what I focus on. Um, there was something you were saying there, and I had this great uh, epiphany, and then I lost it. No. Nah. Uh, I hate when that happens. <clears throat> so anyway. Don't worry. ADHD gets me a lot with that, too. It is it is what it is. I mean, there's just, just a lot of stuff going on in life, a lot of thoughts, a lot of – like, guys, while Kyle's sitting there talking, I'm listening to him, but at the same time, I've got, like, 
50 different things running through my head of what I want to Get your notepad. It's right there. No, no, I know. I know. But it's like I'm thinking about my Audi. I'm thinking about my kids. I'm thinking about Sam in the back working on something. The next thing I have to do with the podcast, like there's a lot going through my head all at the exact same time. Um, but um, And the YouTube videos that you need to start posting. I know. I've been bad with it. Dude, all the, all the content got deleted. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I'm so far. I'm so just to, staying on you because that's what I was told to do. Please do. Um, but, um, but yeah, guys, you know, I'm trying to think. I was just sitting here thinking about what it was. It was such a good example of the next thing I wanted to kind of break into. Um, but, like, I know, like, our guy Sam in the back, the reason I brought him up a second ago was I can tell you that his – in his world, time off is huge. Yeah. He is, like, constantly wanting time off. And and that's just the way he's wired. Some people, George, for instance, George will come in here, clock in, clock out every single day, and never complain. Yeah, if he could do it during the weekends, he probably would. He probably would. But he knows Monday through Friday from 8 to 5 that, that he's here. And he doesn't really need much time off. Now, he's older. He has doctor's appointments and yeah. people dying in his life because he's just of that age. Um, which is a shame. His his uncle just passed away at 98 years old, let's yeah. just say. So he had a full life. Um, God rest his soul. I never met him, but he is my family. He's somewhere blood somehow related somewhere. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's you've knowing each individual person's kind of – it's not a love language, but what makes them tick is super helpful. Yeah, it's like their motivation language or whatever. I don't know the exact, but there's something in there. Yeah. So, like, keep a keep a file – and some basic notes and understandings of your people. Now, our crew here is not huge. It doesn't need to be huge. That's yeah. the way we have it set up. But, like, I know what makes most of y'all tick. And it's very important to me that, you know, I say good morning to every one of you. Like, if I came in here one day and just didn't say good morning, would that be weird? Something's wrong. Something's majorly wrong. Yeah. I, so I really go out of my way to, to you know, relate, touch, contact. Not touch and, like, actually physically touch you, but, like, make that that attempt to to engage yeah well it's like your dad like if he's not singing stay away from his office yes and and, that's true so we're all gonna have times where we're frustrated right and i do i'll go through the shop guys and i'll be like look craig's not singing something bother him stay away like it's just it's not for us to fix it's not for us to you know get down and dirty go what's wrong with him it's just like look we're all dealing with challenges whether they're at home or at work it's gonna happen but that's also not to be said is like you also if you notice that something is wrong with one of us in the back you're trying to make a note of like bringing us up to your office saying hey shut the door what's going on mm-hmm. you know what do you need it was like when um it's like last year when i came in and i was like dude look i don't know what i'm gonna do i have guys leaving left and right right now and i have a baby on the way you know and that's when you just said hey look you know we we need help here's the option yeah. let me know what you think you know yeah. and i went home talk to chloe about it and you know like i'd always told her i'd i've always thought I, or I, there was something in the back of my head of just like you know oh, i'd be cool to work over there with them and all that and i i fit right in yeah you do at least i think i do no you do <laughs> no you absolutely do there's there's no doubt about it and that kind of goes back to one of our last podcasts earlier maybe we haven't released it yet, but it you know what you've focus on what you put your mind to your your mind and your body and your soul will work yeah your subconscious somehow does it yeah it's geared to do that so knowing what you want out of life is very very huge like one of the things that i want out of life one of the things that really not bothers me it's maybe i'm I'm gonna use that word but it's it's the the it's an itch yeah it's an itch it's the thing that that is very much in the front of mind but not the back is the well-being of my people Mm -hmm. not just in the building but like at home i want I want them to go home 
and and be able to live their life and turn off work and live a, 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 a lot of times you can't turn work off because something's wrong yeah. you're not you're not happy there's something very much bothering you and it's very important to like i don't want to know what's going on but i want to know that you're good like that's really all i need to know yeah and i can i can walk through here and tell you when everybody's like each individual person when they're good or not good i can just see it um and so being able to give you guys like i think another thing that i need to work on that i have a plan to get done here soon is the okay right now we're in an economic storm very big time and if anybody wants to sit here and tell me we're not you're living under a rock and it has been going on for months if not years at this point it has absolutely i'm not saying who or what did it or whatever that can be debated elsewhere not here but right now we are in an economic storm and what i believe is huge for employees is or you know your team i'm going to use employees here because that's generally people understand but i try really hard not to say those things um is knowing the plan like i know what i think i need to do to get us through the storm and then be able to project that to your people so they understand that okay the owner sees it he basically understands why he then tells you well i think this is going to happen and then what are we going to do to weather it and what are the expectations like my expectation next year kyle is to be a zero growth I don't think next year will be any growth. This year, I thought we were, weren't going to have any growth, and we've had some. It's not been at the levels that it was years previous. It was previous. a big peak in the beginning of the year. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Um, but with this economic storm, the reason that we're doing what we're doing with the advertising, the YouTube, the podcast is, okay, when things get slow, a lot of people like to clinch. Yes. Right? Where I believe is this is the time, okay, ease up on the spending, but then – we need to double down on education. Mm-hmm. We need to double down on coaching. And like this whole podcast is is coming to flourishing because Kyle and I sat here and we said, okay, how how do we get into the minds of these people in this industry, in the landscape industry specifically because we're here at Dawson Manufacturing, we make the mulch mate, the cart mate, the snow mate, the light pods, truck mate. We make all this stuff to help landscapers be more profitable and have more comfort so the mental health of their people are better yeah all of our products do all those things that we're preaching in this podcast right now and so by the way go to multimateusa.com to order it all ha shameless plug oh by the way i don't know if you saw this but somebody has a hitch mount that's on the front of their mt100 they put a um snowman on did they uh, yeah i gotta sweet. see if i can find it again sweet it was cool sweet so you know if if you can find a way to let your people know that you're aware these are the plans these are the expectations and this is how we're going to weather the storm and then this is what i'd like to achieve over the next two years i think 2024 like collard knows this i i think next year is a a you know no growth year i think 2025 is going to be explosive yeah and that's because of all the effort that we're putting in now that we've been putting in they're putting in now we're going to double down on all this extra growth like coaching um you know, teaching, involving the community, uh, bringing people in. And so this, guys, goes back into the landscape and kind of the whole podcast. One of the things that I had done uh, at, at my old landscape company, LaserCut, back in the day was I actually started towards the end filming myself driving down the road, talking about 
what was going on that week? Oh yeah, you did those um like the weekly uh, newsletters, and you sent them out to all your clients, and you mm-hmm. said like, hey, like there's weather expected, and you know here's what we're planning on doing. We're gonna have to push back, you know, mm-hmm. a day or two or something like that. I exactly. do remember that. And and so when I did that, not only did my customers receive those videos, but my employees did too. Yeah. So without me having to talk to each individual one, have these big meetings and all, this email would go out, and it would also go out to all my employees. And so they're going to get on their phones. It's just you can't stop it. So Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. It's crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. So it would allow you to update your 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 uh, customers and your people at the same time with the exact same message. And so the, the employees, what was great was that they felt comfortable. They were like, okay, wow, Nick is doing this. You know, the owner's doing this. He's doing that. He's He's being proactive. He's not just out on a boat. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not how often, Kyle, do I leave here and just go dick off? You haven't been golfing in a while. I went I golfed once this year for myself, and then I golfed with my sales team because we had a sales meeting and they decided that they wanted to take me golfing and we had literally had a meeting on the golf course. Yeah. So you can call it twice. That's it. I haven't gone on vacation. I haven't gone anywhere. What yeah, have I you done? Haven't. I've done anything. Now I'll tell you this right now, it's killing me and I need to get some time off here soon. But the point is, is that my people know what I'm doing. They know I'm not screwing around. They know I'm taking this very serious. And I think, guys, that you guys that are listening, it's very important that your people and your family, really, know what's going on so they can basically check that box in their mind and they can kind of breathe breathe easy, right? It's kind of like Veterans Day, kind of going back to that. I make a very specific point to, you know, thank our vets for the service and sacrifice that they've done for us. Which George is one. George is one of them. And my grandfather was one. Um, But not only them, but their families. Could you imagine being a wife of a man that you get married? This happens all the time. They they literally, they, they, they go into service. They get married before they leave. He knocks her up, leaves. She has a baby without him at home yeah and then he comes home to like a two-year-old or a one-year-old or something like that like no, i've seen the stories it's all over the place it's not uh, it's nothing wrong with it but like gosh could you imagine being a family member and let's say it's a woman that goes to war or whatever and she's doing whatever you know overseas or whatever and her man's just at home waiting for her to come home taking care of the kids or, or whatever Th- that family that gets left at home in my opinion may be even harder because the guy or girl that's overseas that's fighting or doing hacking computer work or whatever it is that they're doing, they're focused on that one thing. That's it. Where the person at home is sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, my husband, my wife, they could be dying. They could be getting shot at. I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of left in the dark. Yeah. Are and they going to make it home? And you know, how am I going to handle the rest of the life with the, you know, the cor- family and the rest of the... Correct. Yeah. So now take that and think about your employees. Yeah. Right. Or or your significant other. If you're self-employed and it's and you're a one-man band, you know, and and you don't communicate that to your significant other, that's a major like that's a major screw up. You don't yeah. want to do that. You want to communicate with your people, let them know the plan, let your family know what's going on, and make sure that everything that you're doing is being communicated and written down. Because the way I see it is. A business has to thrive. Like, what happens, Kyle, one day if I drive home? And God forbid, this happened to a good friend of mine that just passed away recently uh, in Michigan. What happens when I drive home today and I end up in a horrific car accident and pass away? 
like I want this company to be able to go on without me. Yeah. And the only way that's going to happen is, is if you guys know the vision of not just today, not just tomorrow, not just next year, but like the 20 year plan, the 10, 20 year plan. What does it look like? Where does Nick want this thing to go? And then once they have that, all of our minds can kind of morph together and they can just start pushing all at the same time. All in the, How many cars have you pushed in your life, Kyle? Just not many because they're, they're tiny. But <laughs> well, so when you push a car and it's broken, if everybody's not pushing at the same time, it ain't going to move. Yeah. So when it's it, like the Audi when we put it into the trailer. Correct. Granted, was, I was driving. Yeah, that was a lot easier. Yeah, you're the smallest one, so that that works out for you. Oh, but, without the power steering and the Mustang, that was not easy. That's rough. Yeah. So Kyle helped us push a, a saline Mustang. Uh, back to my house, and it was whoo. That thing was heavy, heavy, heavy. I gotta work on that. And thing. it was really stiff. Stiff. I mean, that's been for ten years. Exactly. It's awful. So, guys, not to just kind of keep harping on this, and I'll, and I'll get off this, and we'll get on to our next subject here. But it's a, it's it's crucial to have a have a basic plan. And and listen, that plan is going to change. You know, you, when we started Dawson Manufacturing, do you think my plan involved a pandemic? Uh, no. No. None of our plans had that in there. No one saw that coming. So, you know, things are going to change. Things are going to morph. Don't worry about it. That's going to happen. But you've got to make sure that your people's mental health is absolutely front and center. That way, they will then be able to take care of your customers. They're going to be able to take care of their themselves, their families. They're going to be able to get their tasks done. And then I bet you if their minds are nice and clean and clear, they're going to be able to perform at a higher level, which means efficiency is going to be up, which means quality is going to be up, which means customer service, customer um I can't think of the word right now. Attention. Customer right? happiness yeah. is, is better. Satisfaction. Right? Sat- thank you. Customer satisfaction is better. Thank you. Um, it is it is imperative that you help your people and their mental health. It's huge. Bring them donuts. You know. Yeah. Give them time off. Um, go make a Starbucks run. Meet them on a job site with some food. Like food is like the number one thing that brings humans together. Yeah, and it's it's relatively cheap. Relatively cheap. Break some yeah. bread with them. You know, do a carne asada. Something. Everybody, everybody's Don't, now you got me on it. I want to go to senior chill. I know everybody. <laughs> my guys loved it when we did the whole. They called it carne asada. I just called it a fiesta. I don't. Yeah. They because all my guys were from El Salvador. Yeah. The the um the managers were most of the managers were were American guys, uh, but the rest of them, you know, they kind of hung as a pack. And anytime I needed employees, I went to them and said, "Hey, you know anybody?" And the next day, boom, somebody show up. We test them, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I've done this forever. <laughs> Get out there." Yeah, get out there. So that kind of leads me to pay. Yeah. Pay, you know, when you pay somebody, okay, for instance, with you, Kyle, I'm not going to use any numbers. Yeah. But, like, in your in your situation, when you came on board here, you had zero experience of what I asked you to do. Basically, what I had done was I had come to you after hearing what you were going through, and we had a, a friendship before this, which was, you know, you were going through X, Y, and Z. And, again, I'm not going to put your personal business out there unless you decide to, to share. I won't share it. But – it is it to me what i had offered you was more than you should have gotten because you didn't have any experience in that area yeah but i did it because i wanted to show you hey i'm trying to get us going on the right foot here right and and tell me more about how you felt from your side like your side of the fence coming into that what did it what did all that make you feel like if it made you feel like crap tell me no so the way you approached it was just more or less like look i've I know your work ethic. I know how you fit in with the crew. Now it's just a matter of we need to produce the results. Mm -hmm. And that was the only part that was the unknown was the results. So, yeah, I had a couple of screw-ups, which I was able to rectify, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's just 
part of a learning curve, part of understanding this new booth was also part of it. And it's, there was also some stuff going on mentally. Like I was saying, is just me trying to figure out who I was mm -hmm. with having this new adjustment in life. I was still sticking into the previous Kyle. I was, I was finding that new me. And now that I have found it, I feel more confident being able to produce the good results where, because I did part-time work here for the winter just mm -hmm. because one, I hit sitting on my ass mm -hmm. and two, it was like, well, I have nothing else going on with the landscape stuff. I can come and help you guys out. I enjoy, you know, hanging out here because, like, I used to come by, what, every – at least once a week if I would at finish least, early. At least. And just come hang out. And it's mm – -hmm. if I'm hanging out, why not be productive? You know, help you guys push this ship forward because I – even with me outside of this ship, I still wanted to see it progress. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of where my brain was is, like, okay, he believes in me. Now I just need to pr produce these results. Mm -hmm. Well, we all, we all have it in us. Like, probably one of my biggest – faults really in, in me personally is i believe in people yeah i truly do and the reason i do is that i painted a car years ago and i was told by a bunch of painters i was asking because there was no internet back then you know what how do you paint a car yeah and they all looked at me like you can't do you that. can't do that and i'm like dude you're a crackhead like you literally are a drug addict and you're telling me i can't do it i'm a clean put together smart individual I can do this. And so yeah. then that's when I learned, you know, I have the same amount of fingers and toes as everybody else. I have the same brain. I have roughly the same food intake. I The only thing that I have an advantage on in some areas, this is an advantage, is I'm a bigger, stronger guy. Yeah. That's, that's like, yeah, could I push a car better than you, Kyle? I yeah. pick things up and put them down. Yeah, but <laughs> you can fit in the car that I can't. Yeah. Right? So we all have our place, and, and you know, it's it's huge. So getting back to, you know, having belief in people, sometimes – and correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, but, you know, I believe in you. I believe in all of us here. Yeah. And does that help when someone else believes in you? Because, like, I don't I don't know. I can't see how people believe in me because I've, I've already kind of got their credentials, and I think people just go, duh, of course Nick can do it. <laughs> right? Like, that's how I feel. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. No, I agree. Um, I know one of the big things is you always – you believe Sam can do a lot more, you know, and I've heard that. And it's, it's not that Sam's not doing – anything I, I i know sam's working his butt off back there but you you compared it to me this way when we were doing reviews was uh think about a highway and sam's running a seven eight lane highway you know you want to give him more lanes to that highway so that he can produce more and we you know we can control more and we can get more going through this shop you know and that's the thing i'm trying to take on is how do I find more lanes? That's why we're doing the podcast stuff. I enjoy this kind of stuff. I enjoy learning the data that's going on in YouTube so that we can produce better YouTube videos for people and things like that, but also still manage what's going on in the shop and getting the powder coating done and if Sam needs me to fill something. So I I do agree. You you Sometimes it's not necessarily that you hold a higher expectation, but you give that to them so that they can say, you know what? I can produce more. I can do more. Mm -hmm. You know, if people don't see it, sometimes they don't always go for it. Yeah. A lot of people get caught up. In business owners and employees alike. Complacency. They do. And they get very, um, they get bogged down. Well, what if this happens? Well, I need a guarantee. Yeah. First off, dude, there is no guarantee to anything in life. Especially waking up in the morning. Ever. There's not. Yeah. There's not. I mean, I, I had a friend of mine. His name was Paul. That I went to high school with and I want to say a couple years out of high school he just didn't wake up 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's a perfectly healthy dude. Wasn't overweight, played basketball, worked out from a good family, and he just didn't wake up. And that's and that I think people like take that for granted a lot of times. I think a lot of people take for granted simply being able to lay down in a bed at night. Like yeah. I I came up, I grew up in a time where I didn't lay in a bed every single night. I actually thought about this last night. I laid down in bed last night. and I was like, it is so crazy to me that at some point a hundred and fifty years ago, people didn't lay in beds. Yeah. Like they they didn't even have their own room. We're so spoiled today with listening to podcasts and being able to just order anything you want off of Etsy and jump in your car and it just fires up and goes. Like y'all don't realize that, you know, fifty years ago, your car didn't always start. Yeah. You had to get out there and jump it or you had to adjust the carburetor or adjust the timing and Or you had a horse and buggy. Or you had a horse and buggy and you had to feed the thing and shovel his poop and, you know, all this stuff and it's Oh, I got a story for shoveling poop. Oh no. We're not going to go into it on here because it, it could get a little graphic. <laughs> oh, let's not do that. So, but, you know, being being mindful of where you are, where your people are, where your business is, you're, I'm sorry, dude, I have a saying here at Dawson Manufacturing, it's perception is reality. Yeah. And perception is reality. I just need to start making t-shirts with all these sayings on it. Um, perception is reality goes back to where, we, where I use it a lot is with my engineering team and design team. We sit down and design something, and sometimes we'll just use a bolt that's just bigger because people will believe in the fact that they don't know the specs and the, and the you know, the tensile strength of the bolt or whatever, but they just, they recognize yeah, it. Yeah, bigger is better. Bigger is better, and they're like, okay, I know that's not going to break. And yeah. when, when you do that and you put someone's mind at ease, it, it's going to create a better culture for your people. And so it goes back to this whole podcast is about the mental mindset of your team. And when I say your team... That means your family. That means your vendors. Like without our vendors, without Belmont, Kyle, we would not be where we are. Yeah. Belmont has been an incredible partner. And one of the things is understanding that things break. Like if things happen. We had a we had a trailer uh that got shipped down to uh Florida. And the well, it didn't get shipped. The customer drove from Florida up to Belmont, picked it up, and drove it home. And on his way home, he blew every single tire. Oh, my God. Every single tire. And the reason why that happened was because during COVID, the axle and tire vendor for Belmont couldn't get the tires that we typically expect to put on there, which are American-made, beautiful. um, They are nice tires. Well, these are the 20,000-pound axles. So these are like railroad tires. These things are like 17, 18, 19, 20-ply. I don't know what it was. I think I've seen two of them. They are ridiculous. They're insane. They're insane. And so, unfortunately, because of lack of inventory and getting stuff, they ended up putting Chinese tires on this trailer to mm. get it down the road, and they literally didn't last. I think the first tire lasts like 100 miles. So he just made it into Maryland. So he, as he's driving down, he's, re- he's having to stop and buy tires, which is a super huge inconvenience. And so what we ended up doing was we not only bought all the tires that he had bought back from him, and then basically said, throw them away. Belmont had the opportunity. Actually, Belmont did all this. Dawson didn't do any of it because it was Belmont's deal, but we supported everything and helped with communication and all that. Belmont actually found a vendor in Florida near him and said, look, take your trailer over there. They, we are going to pay and instruct and do have this trailer do all the tires for you. They bought a whole new set of tires there in Florida and then bought all the tires that they bought on the way down. They re- reimbursed them for all that money. So he ended up getting, I don't know, eight eight tires for free plus Belmont sent him a check for some inconvenience yeah. or something. That is an, an insane amount of customer support. And it goes back to the mental health of that customer. Now, that customer was 
pissed. No, I wouldn't doubt it. Pissed. But you know, guess who does more posting about mulch mate than any other uh, customer we have? Oh, is that the white one? Nope. No? Nope. It's I another it was guy. It's a white DMT. Nope. You would think it's him. So that's Tom with Oxford. Tom with Oxford is a monster. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. He is a bad, badass I dude. I love that trailer. He, well, so he was a tough cookie in the very beginning, too. He he was like, he ordered his mulch mate, and he was, he was very vocal about some stuff. I wasn't involved, but I heard about it. And then after he got his trailer, he started to understand, oh, my God, this is why it costs what it costs, because it's it's the best on the market. Yeah. Period. And so this other gentleman had all the tire issues. He's even further south than Tom. Mm. Oxford. So Tom is, like, right by the villages. I don't know if you've ever heard of villages. They're, like, no. thousands and thousands of homes in this community, and it's, like, they have their own jingle. I'm not going to try to sing the jingle, mm. but they have their own jingle. You can look it are up. Are they, like, in the panhand, or are they, like, still in mm. the – No, they're, like, the main, okay. main section. But either way – um, this other gentleman, um, he uh, his, his the company's name is Cardinal. I love them. They are great. I met him at um, Equip, and I started talking with him, and yeah. I was like, "Are you interested?" He's like, oh, "I have one." And then we started talking. Yeah, yeah. So he he literally at Equip stood there for hours waiting yeah. waiting for to talk to me. That's what you said. Oh my gosh, I felt so bad, but like I had a line of people that needed to my help, whatever. Um, but it goes back to the mental health of your your people, the mental health of your customers, your vendors, and so like. I go to Belmont. I went to Belmont the other day, and I just called him and said, hey, thank you. Uh, I, I called my sales team the other day. or just, I didn't call him. I, I sent him a text, and I just said, hey, guys, I know you know we all go through a lot with customers and their questions and their needs and their wants, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, you wouldn't believe just a small touch of thank you or like, hey, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. That can go a long way. It, to me, it lasts typically two, three weeks. Does it? Yeah, I I tend to sit there and just acknowledge the fact that I'm I'm going somewhere, I'm doing better, and you know I'm I'm help pushing something along. Yeah, well, thank you, Kyle. I try. You're the man. No, without Kyle, this podcast wouldn't be a thing. But that goes back to like my sales team. I, I went to them on Friday, and I texted them and I just said, guys, listen, thank you for everything you do. Like I, this company wouldn't be where it is without you. Um, you're doing a, a magnificent job with the goods, the bads, and everything in between. Um, I know it's a lot of work. And, and not only, like, like, for me, it has to be more than a thank you. It's got to be like, okay, somehow you have to relate to them, right? Like, like for instance, when I just said thank you to you, I didn't just say thank you. I said thank you, and then I gave you kudos, like, this podcast wouldn't be where it is without you. Yeah. Um, same with the sales team. You need to do that. I did it with my vendor at Belmont last week at some point. It, it's so crucial to, again, th- this whole podcast is is the the mental health of people and how to how to take care of them and and be integrated into their lives. So when they go home, so like my big thing is when people go home, I want them to lay down on their pillow at night and go, "Wow, I'm appreciated that they clearly made that easier. They're making changes at work for me. They, who knows? For me, the landscape company was all, the equipment always worked." Yeah, it it wasn't always breaking down. It was always newer trucks, newer. Uh, no, I didn't say new, newer. Yeah, now the new trucks, to you, new new to me. But like, I would always buy, uh, the trucks I'd always buy new, the tractors I would always buy new, but like I always made sure that none of them got past three years old, and I'd swap them out because what I learned was when uh, equipment being down is is horrific. It's very costly. It's very costly. But what's even worse is the frustration that an employee or a team member or a vendor or a customer feels that frustration when their grass doesn't get cut mm-hmm. or 
the 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 employee has to pivot and go crap now i can't cut this lawn now i got to take this tractor to this place or i gotta wait for the mechanic to show up or whatever and now you've you forced them to think way more than they wanted to that frustrates them yeah you know what i mean so buying great equipment is key spending the money taking on the necessary debt to keep your people happy will in the end create more profit exactly keeping your boys happy and Mm -hmm. then gives you a better product or a better service Mm -hmm. which then entails with a better customer satisfaction Mm -hmm. which it's like the circle used to talk about of you know just how you get people in how to you know how do you process that? How do you get them on the assist or the schedule? It's just it's a, all a big circle. You have to make sure everything comes back to, you know, the guys that are helping you. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's like okay, a customer. When it, this is a big one, this is a and I'm gonna touch on this since you just kind of brought up. It's huge. A customer, by the time they decide they need a service, they've been thinking about it forever. Yeah. Then they have to decide who they're gonna use, right? So at that point in time, they've got to like funnel through a million different ways of finding you once they've found you first off they typically find and call the first person they see so you have to be in front of them non-stop yeah it's it's there's seven touches that we had talked about on right. our previous podcast for branding right so step number one is timing on being in front of them when they're ready hey there it is <laughs> so then you've got six more touches after that that they've got to basically they've got to remember that they saw your truck they saw your podcast they saw your youtube video they saw your facebook page they saw your tiktok page they saw your instagram and not only do they see it they see that you're constantly uploading if nothing else weekly yeah and it's not just one thing it's multiple things so it can't just be the weekly video it has to be the video or and the truck it has to be different things different so that it i guess you could say gives volume or it kind of adds like the meat. It's just so trust. That, yeah. It's just trust in like, okay, this guy's not just, you know, copy, paste, repeat, copy, paste, repeat. Exactly. You want to, you want to show that depth and you want to make sure that that's it's, the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of it. Okay. Depth. Perfect. So I'm, I'm with you. We're on the same page. Great minds think alike, but <clears throat> you've got to make sure that you're putting all that out. Now we're going to go back to the employee mental health. When the employee is on his phone or her, she's on her phone and she's, dilly-dallying through Instagram and then she's on TikTok and then she's on Facebook and then she's on Pinterest and then she's on LinkedIn and then, you know, on YouTube and it's like, oh, I saw my company there. Oh, I saw my company there. Oh, I saw my company there. Oh, I saw somebody wearing that shirt. Oh, there goes one of our trucks that just passed by. You know, all those different things collectively put together put the customer at ease, it puts the vendors at ease, it puts the employees at ease and allows them to go, okay, this is the game changer this is this is the moment where i can you know i can commit to the cause exactly and without that commitment to the cause you're not you're not successful 100 percent, not at all so like you think you think a vendor is why would you have to do all those sort of things to get a vendor on your side the reason you need to do that is because you're going to run into a moment in time where you're you're up against a wall and if you're up against a wall if you've got a good relationship with a vendor and they believe in you because they see the they see your culture, they see how you keep the mental health of not only your people but their people, they are going to they're well, going to want to help. They're going to yeah, want to, that's why Belmont loves us so much. I'll give you for instance, when we went and did the dealer day, you didn't go. Yeah. 
When Little we, one was about to be born, and I didn't want to be all the way up in PA going, oh, crap, can somebody take me home? Yeah, exactly. So Drop me off at GBMC. Yeah. So when we did the dealer day up in um, up in Belmont, uh, again, Belmont Guys is the, the manufacturer that makes the, the Multimate DMT dump trailer um, for Dawson Manufacturing. Yeah, I want to touch on this, and then when we're done, I would like to get to one quick question. Okay, perfect. So when we went up there, we sat you know, with all the employees and all the other trailer dealers and all that. Now the other the other trailer dealers, we had a chat with a few people and it was good conversation, but nothing really came of any of it, and that's fine. I didn't expect it to, and I, I didn't go there with any kind of expectation other than the fact that, okay, this is perfect. The whole reason that I took as many people that wanted to go to Belmont to Belmont was for their mental health. Yeah, I want them to see where the trailers that we sell come from. I wanted to give them the paid day off, which they weren't really off, but they were able to go up there. We stopped and had lunch. We, you know, had ice cream and all this Amish food, and they had this whole day to just stick off. Seriously, that's yeah. all they did. They enjoyed it. We had a good time. George slept. George did fall asleep while, while <laughs> we have a picture. We could post that if we have to. Yeah, um, but that was a great example of. Uh, you know, me keeping the mental health of everyone in, in perspective. So jumping back on the rails of Belmont and when we were there, we ended up, I shouldn't say we, I ended up talking to literally a crowd of the Amish guys that build all the trailers. I had 50 of them yeah. hanging around me. And I don't know why they did it. I don't know their reasoning, but my reasoning was I want to treat them like equals. I want to relate to them. I asked them about their Amish heritage. Yeah. Why, why did they stay Amish? You know, they could choose to get out of it. And, and a lot of them told me, they said they just like the simplistic life. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And then I, I complimented them on their food and how great it was. Um, I asked them questions about them and their lives and, and why they do what they do and how they like their job. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's no complicated answer. It's just like it's the simplicity. It is. And and it's it's the actual care. And so now when I go up there all the time, they're always backslap me and they're wanting to talk to me more. And yeah, they all say hi. I mean, mm-hmm. And they're really quick to doing what they need to do. They do. And so... I mean, the one guy, when we went up for the mulch mates, he had those mulch mates ready and off in an instant. Instant. They will do anything in a moment's notice because they know our culture. They know how important it is to us to do a good job and and, and kind of our obsessive approach on everything. And so it's anytime I need something now, it's done. Yeah. Everybody there's gets, no question. There's no question and everybody waits um on me. When I show up, they do whatever they need to do. And I'm not saying I'm special, but I put in the work and kept their mental health in a very, very good place. And it's been it's been a great relationship. Yeah. So it's important, guys. Mental health of everybody is more important than I think a lot of people talk about. Yeah. This doesn't get talked about nearly enough. No. So what was your question? So the one thing I wanted to kind of go into is like what, number one, what was one of the toughest moments you've had to deal with? when it comes to dealing with the mental health of your employees and you don't have to go into like who the person was, but kind of give what the scenario was Mm -hmm. and then maybe even get into balancing the work relationship as well as if you have relationships with these guys out of the shop, because I know you and I hang out, like we'll come up. I was helping you laser the parts off of the Audi and then we went out and had dinner, you know, my family, your family. That was awesome, Mm -hmm. which we need to do again sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like you and Sam, Sam grew up next door to you for how many years? Six months old. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, how do you balance all that? So first off, I'm going to start with the pain. Okay. The worst thing that I ever dealt with was every single week. Somebody was asking me for a raise. Yeah. That is guys, if you're listening to this and that doesn't happen to you, you are blessed. (laughs) It is so irritating that someone's constantly asking you for money and and what what it 
I ultimately found was the reason they were doing it is because something in their life changed. They didn't schedule or save or properly manage their own lives. Then it fell on me. Well, I also, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I was listening to um, Logan Paul's podcast with Mark Cuban. Main reason was just to listen to Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also said, like, as he would, as people saw his stature of wealth grow, mm-hmm. people started to ask for more money. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing is, is, like, if they see the boss is doing good, they want to do good. Mm-hmm. So they don't understand it's, there's things to be earned. Mm-hmm. It, Respect is earned, not given. So mm-hmm. the same thing comes with money is that you have to earn it. It's not given to you. So you're 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 about three minutes ahead of me on that one. So <laughs> I was bad. I was no no it's okay. So when people are constantly asking you for money, it is your fault. It was my fault 100 percent back in the day. And where did I go wrong? Where I went wrong was I didn't lay out a clear enough path for people, and I didn't have that E1 through E5 system in place, and they. It all goes back to credentials. This whole podcast, I'm going to scream credentials, 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 credentials. Everything. I actually pulled, I was saying something about that to somebody at the bachelor party this weekend. Literally, credentials came out my mouth. I was like, that mother. So (laughs) you want to know one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone comes to me and says, oh, I've been at this company for 40 years and they're not giving me this and giving me that. Sorry, dude. That is not how the world works. Yeah. I'm just, thank you for your commitment but you were paid the entire way, okay? So don't get that twisted. You are only as good as the efforts you're willing to put in. Yeah. And that comes back to credentials. So if you're not willing to go out and get a master's degree in something, why would somebody pay you anymore? Yeah. That's you're, all. You're holding yourself back. You are holding yourself back. So you can have the best attitude in the world, but if you're not willing to jump in the ditch and dig a hole with somebody, that's really basic caveman it's one thing if you're not given those steps to be able to get there well that's the problem yeah the other thing is is you don't know what you don't know so like if they didn't know that then that's on the company but if you knew about it and you didn't choose to do it then that's on you well true and so okay there's two things as an employer you need to be able to paint a path for your people and that's something i work on every single day and i don't have it perfect also manufacturing and i'm working on it every single day i try to make one thing better 1% better every day the other part is as an employee you know just coming to asking for money is ignorant you don't just go and ask for money there's got to be a hey boss I think we could do this and this and this and this better and if we do if we make these slow changes I'll help you with it and in turn it should make us more profit I'll give you a great example I had pe- literally people come to me employees come to me and go dude I love your machine but my boss won't buy it and I would say Here's how you sell it to them, right? You tell them about Mulchmate, give them these videos, show them how to do this, and this, these are the numbers. These people would go back to their bosses. They would go, dude, check this out. And instantly, I don't know what it is with you guys, but you just throw walls up immediately when you see something new, especially like Mulchmate. But let me tell you something. If it's got wheels and you can drive it, they'll spend all the money in the world on it because it's a freaking toy. Exactly. It pisses me off because I'm offering you a tool that is going to make you and save you so much money, reduce liability, and be able to actually move the needle for you, and you fight me on it. Like, dude, what is your problem? So anyway, going back to to the employee. The employee needs to be able to go ahead and and offer up a solution first hey boss there's a problem but stop don't don't get me twisted i'm gonna offer you this solution so we have this issue boss but i have a solution like i always tell my people do not come to me with a problem yeah come to me with a solution to a problem right so always try to find the problem and find the solution and then the boss needs to then jump in and go okay 
maybe do this and this, but change this, then do these things. Correct. Correct. And so that's where a lot of people go wrong, whether you're the employer or the employee. It's always supposed to be about solutions, right? And in if you're if you're a solution finder, that gives you higher credentials, which then allows you to get paid more because you've the, okay. The whole entire point of me hiring people at Dawson Manufacturing is to take loads off of either myself or someone else. Yeah. That's it. And that will then in turn create a better space in people's mental health. Yeah, it creates efficiencies. And then like that goes into what we were talking about earlier is you do it the best you can first, and then you work on the efficiencies. Correct. Get started and then work on the efficiency. And going back to Mark Cuban, and you know when his wealth got higher – uh, his people wanted more money, and that's fine. And I think sharing the wealth is what you're supposed to do, but you do it with the people that are helping you create the wealth. Yes. And and you have to, as an employer like Mark or myself, would have to, you know, lay out a plan of attack of like, okay, we can go from here, we can go to there, we can go to here, we can go to there. That's how you're going to get to where you are. Now, if you any of the Mark and Cuban's employees thought they were going to make it to Mark status you're in la la land yeah you guys don't understand what he gave up I yeah gave, there's a lot of risk there's a lot of risk there's a lot of thought there's a lot of sacrifice there's a lot of dude let me tell you something as an employee employer as an owner of a company i have dealt with the deepest darkest demons you've ever thought of and to overcome those and be successful no offense i deserve 10 times what i get today yeah i'm just not there yet um, it is. That's it is, where time comes into play. It does, and and there is no substitute for time. Except you know, all I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to pour miracle grow on this son of a bitch as hard as I can to just get it to go, get it to go, get it to go, and it's going. But it, you know, for an owner and any owner that that is listening, I guarantee you, it's never fast enough. Yeah, it's just it's just not. Um, now, but there's something to be said for gratitude, and I think there a whole podcast needs to be done on, on gratitude, but it um. You know, keeping keeping your people's mental health in check, and and helping them, and being mindful of it, and being mindful of their their headspace, their time. Don't be such a tight ass. The more you give to the universe, the more it will come back. Exactly. So what, I do it, it's like a karma thing. It's a huge karma thing, and you you've got to you've got to do it. So, uh, what is the last thing you wanted to ask, or was that it? Um, the last one I was trying to say was balancing your work relationships as well as having That's the it. friendships outside of it. That's because I know not everybody. You know, you're not always buddy buddy with everybody at work, but I know here at Dawson, a lot of us have friendships outside of Dawson because that's where they that's where everything started you know yeah so that's a big one and that's something that takes a lot of training a lot of you know self awareness <coughs> excuse me it um so I'm gonna take Sam for instance Sam is head of production here he the reason I'm starting with him is I've known him the longest yeah known him since he was six months old outside of your dad yeah of course <laughs> outside of my dad and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing okay you know what let's talk about my father and I so my father and I are are partners in this endeavor, um, and it it all started. So the whole idea of Multimate was my idea, and I went to him and I was like, "Hey, dude, I got this idea." And keep in mind, him and I had an extremely good relationship before this, and it's got nothing but better since. Um, now, not to say we don't argue that 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 definitely happens. Uh, I think that's kind of father son relationships, especially when you're pushing as hard as we are. Um, but. About a year ago, I figured out, somebody asked me, they're like, you know, how is it you get along with your dad so well? And I never could figure out a way to say it. 
other than, I don't know, we just do. Here's the secret. This is the juice, guys. Wow, we're an hour and three minutes into this, and this is the secret to the whole podcast. <laughs> is it doesn't matter who's right. We we don't care if he's right or I'm right. What we care about is that whatever we're working towards, we we get to the end goal in the best, fastest manner, and we achieve it at the highest level we possibly can. So we never, ever, ever worry about who's right. It's just like, your idea, don't care. My idea, don't care. Like Multimate. Yeah, Multimate was my idea, but like, do you know how many ideas are in Multimate that were his? Yeah. A lot. A lot of ideas. Was like, the timer his idea or was that you? Timer idea was his. I'll give you, like, I'll go down a real quick list with Multimate on basic uh, ideas uh, that, were, that were his. The timer. The timer basically stops and starts the tarp, allowing the machine to uh, empty itself without ever jamming. Yeah. That is, that is an industry secret. That is a patented thing that we have here that no one else has. That's why our system won't jam. Okay, that was Craig's idea. Um, there's a few ideas I'm not going to tell you about because they're very secret uh, yeah. to our design. Um, and and if you you want those secrets, you need to buy a Multimate. Yeah, because uh, it's the best. Um, the tool basket was was Pop's idea. Now the execution of it was my idea. He yeah, wanted the implementation. To, yeah, he wanted like angle iron and expanded metal and all this. And I was like negative. That's gonna cut people. Yeah, it's going to cut people. It's heavy. I was like negative Hoss. That's not scalable. My it was my ultimate in design. But he's like, dude, we could put a basket up here. Great idea. Yeah. Um, what else was it? Oh, the carriage bolts. So the whole machine's full of carriage bolts. Mm-hmm. That was completely his idea from day one. He's like, let's put square holes in, use less tools. It's not going to cut people. It's smooth. It does make it a lot nicer, especially when you're trying to get the panels up and you have to realign everything. You don't have mm-hmm. to worry about aligning and getting a uh, wrench on it as well as blapping. Yeah, and you can't reach around certain spots. No, you it's can't. It's impossible. So those are, for, some, for instance. Especially once the back panel gets on. Oh, yeah, you're, it's impossible yeah. to reach. There's no way. I mean, as big as I am, there's no way. So what we do is the bolts that we can't reach now, we put the carriage bolt in, and we put blue painter's tape on them. Yep. And it just holds it, and you just nail it with the, the impact. It's so nice. You're done. So it's a one-man job. And everything about Mulchmate's one-man job. That was like my law, one of the many laws um, that we had on there. But one of the other things on Mulchmate, like, okay, so that was that was like his like three big things. My big thing was, A, the entire idea, right? So the whole entire basic layout of, of it was mine the the dual pivot hinge he argued with me until the cows came about that he's like dude you're being ridiculous you don't need it you don't need it you don't need it but you do because of how thick the door is yeah you need it because you know you you don't want to make a truck a dedicated unit to just one thing like when you put a salter in the back of a truck er, yeah pump the brakes that's it that's all it's going to do or the mulch mate you can swing it open dump it you can load it you can put whatever you want in it it doesn't block it whatsoever um let me see your only other idea is backup camera was my idea um, the color of the unit was mine. He wanted it orange. And I'm like, that's not a neutral enough color. It's almost color. too much. It's way too much. And, and again, going back to one of our, our other podcasts about logos and color wheels and all that, white and black are the absence of all color. So basically, any color the truck was, it would work on. And anytime we install a Multimate on it, we see a Multimate installed on one, it literally changes the entire um, – the whole truck looks newer. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and one of the other ideas that I'd had, and I'll stop here, was the uh, the wheelbarrow rack. The wheelbarrow rack was 100% my idea, um, and our team executed it. So, okay, get this thing back on the rails. Relationships. Uh, my old man, Craig. I call him Craig at work, and you'll notice I'll say Craig a lot between 8 and 5 during the week. Yeah. And people are like, why do you say Craig? And I'm like, because when we're here, it's, it's work. business. It's And that's work. one thing Sam had a conversation with me, too. Really? Yeah. Tell me about that. So we were at Equip, and he was like, look – you take things too personal, not not 
in a sense of being attacked, more or less, I focus on the personal aspect and the personal relationship with people versus going into, okay, we're, this is work. We're in business mode. And he was like, this is how we're going to put it. And it's not that I'm putting a wall up between us. This is just how we're going to execute things from now on. And I'm like, dude, I'm glad you sat me down. We were being honest. We were being, you know, matter of the fact with each other. And he just said, look, I am the head of production. This is how we're going to do this. This is how Nick explained it to me. He's like, I know you can handle it. So this is essentially that is when we're between eight and five, it's work. Anything beyond that, we could be best friends. I will take a bullet for you. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's exactly how he put it. And that's why we like we set up the the automatic lights in the shop on the little the little Wi Fi pods. I don't I try really hard not to talk or okay, I I truly don't think I do. We show up here at like say seven thirty, like we did this morning. And from 7.30 to 8, we were just shooting the shit. Yeah. We were just doing whatever we wanted, talked about whatever. It doesn't matter. 8 o'clock hits, it's business time. It, 8 o'clock. Lights just came on. All right, guys, let's get to this. Let's go. And that and it, that and that's the whole work thing. And, and, and Sam's right. I did teach him that a long time ago. He was probably 16, something like that, and he got butt hurt. I mean, I was like, dude, I could smell it all over you. And yeah. I'm like, you got to understand something. My job here is I am the captain of this ship, and – you are standing in my way of taking care of everybody. And it is it is crucial that everyone understands that from eight to five here at Dawson Manufacturing, this is this is all about me feeding your family. And it's all about me then taking care of all of our customers and feeding their families. Everything we do puts food on the table. Everything. Yep. It's 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 huge that everyone understands that I will run you straight over here at Dawson Manufacturing from eight to five to make sure our people are taken care of, whether it's our employees or our customers or our vendors, I am going to do what it takes. And if I get nasty, it's because you're not understanding and you're pushing back on me. If if Sam does it every once in a while, he'll he will um, basically get frustrated because he knows he should have done something or he missed something and he's already frustrated himself. And then I'll come in and kind of go, dude, what the hell? And he go, I mean, you could just see it on his face. And I get, I get very frustrated with him because it's like, I, the reason I pay you is to execute a job without me being involved ever. And when you make a mistake, there's a ripple effect and I, I want to minimize ripples. And so that's how that works. Now, when five o'clock comes done, I, there's nothing I can do. For instance, yesterday, uh, my father and I got a, um, an email from, uh, a dealer that's having an issue and the email came in on sunday now i chose to read it and i have a choice to read it and i knew yeah. i knew it was coming you don't have to you just did right and so what we what he did was he goes not reading it and don't tell me i'm like okay fine i respect that no problem yeah he'll figure out tomorrow right and so this morning he read the email he responded to it i had already responded to it now, is um, that why he pulled you away this morning yes okay yeah, I, yeah. cool it, just to figure out like yeah hey how, how do we want to proceed with this and um and that was it and well it's dividing your work-life balance you don't want to have everything bleed into one another yeah and that, i i screwed that up a long time ago like i i remember when my home office used to be in the basement of my house um i had a big big basement like mm -hmm. dude we had f i think we had four or five tvs down there and there was like weather on one there was gps tracking on another there was a schedule on another there was ordering on another and then there was uh, something else on another one i can't remember what it was but i, I had this whole, like, whole command center down there yeah and what should have happened was at five o'clock like 
I wish the power would have just shut off. Yeah. And then you I just had timers on everything. Yeah. And I wish I would have just gone upstairs because like at, at one point, you know, my wife and I had our first child and like six o'clock would come and my wife would open the, the basement door and she'd be like, you know, you need to get up here. It's family time. And she shouldn't be telling me that. Like, if, guys, yeah. if, you, if your wife is coming to you and saying, hey, you need to stop. You, listen. You've already failed. Yeah, you need to listen to you, that. Well, you need to you need to take control of that and stop stop having your wife be your time manager. Like for real, dude, you're a grown ass man or a grown ass woman. Like nobody should be telling you you need to stop working. Like the whole reason you're working is to take care of them. Quit it. Take care of them because you're going to lose them. Yeah. You're going to lose them. Don't do that. All right, is that it? I'd say that's it. That's a long. That's our longest one yet. Yeah, we sorry. Need to, we need to be careful. Come back on topic sometimes. It's but. just so important. That whole mental health thing to me is just. I uh, know. Oh, I agree. It's it's like literally top priority. Yeah, top priority. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in to the Life in the Fast Lane podcast with Nick and Kyle. Um, remember to hit us up on all the different social media apps. Just basically Google Mulchmate and find your favorite. You know social media um also just a reminder we've got uh the nick carlson uh coaching program that you can find at multimateusa.com just scroll down the page and you'll see it down on the right hand side um you can jump on a call schedule appointment uh with me and i can dive in real deep with you for however many hours you purchase and we can absolutely help you grow your business and i've got going back to credentials again i've got 25 years of this so um i'm a wealth of knowledge not to mention i can also I pull a lot of information and data from billion-dollar companies, um, $100 million companies, $50 million companies, all the way down to companies that only make 100 grand a year. So yep. I'm here to help. Don't forget that. Um, and if you have any um, questions directly to the podcast, what's our email again, Kyle? We're actually getting ready to change it. Yeah, L-I-T-F-L-podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to hopefully make that a little bit simpler for here. Yeah, we're going to simplify here that. Here soon because we were talking about that this weekend. Yeah, we're just trying to make things better, 1% better every single day, guys. So that's it. Have an awesome day, and we will catch you in the next one. See you. Bye.